You're listening to The Growth Sequence, a new age podcast for women to gain confidence, improve relationships, and find peace of mind through understanding their thoughts and emotions. Jillian Perrick is a master's graduate, life coach, and lady boss of her coaching and consulting company, Northern Resolutions. Time for some rosé and realization, ladies. Here's Jillian. Happy Friday, everybody. You have made it through the Hustle and Bloom ebook, which means you've also made it to Friday. And the weekend is near, and I hope you're feeling totally reset and refreshed after going through every single day of the ebook. And what I hope to achieve with the ebook was I wanted you to be able to refresh your mind and reset your mindset, basically. And I wanted you to get you thinking about your personal and your professional goals because life can get busy and all our responsibilities can kind of take up room in our lives and therefore we feel like we're not moving towards the things that we actually want to accomplish, whether it's personally or professionally. So I hope that this ebook has kind of given you a breather, even though we're always busy and if you work full time, there's not a ton of time to slow down. But I hope that these couple of activities throughout the week have gotten you to slow down and gotten you to really um, think about your life and think about your goals and think about where you want to be because I just want you to be happy and I know your brain just wants you to be happy and that's why we set goals and that's why we want things and that's why we work full time because we want to enjoy our vacations and we want to enjoy our free time while also having to unfortunately sustain ourselves. So today is Friday like I said and Friday in the ebook is you goal girl. So this is all about setting goals and setting intentions and you know what even though Fridays are a day where people like to relax Relax, they kind of teeter off the end with regards to getting their work done. Fridays are a great time to refocus and recenter yourself around what you're really striving for. And setting intentions is a great way to do that. So I often see with goal setting that people take it to the extreme more often than not. When somebody is not used to setting goals, when they do, you can tell right away that they're not used to setting goals and maybe they're not used to achieving the goals that they want to. And this is because the goals are either too far-fetched for them to actually accomplish within a reasonable time frame, they're very vague, and they're not relatively realistic. I know that we are all reaching for the stars and we can do anything that we want, but you have to stay realistic with regards to who you are mentally and physically as a person. Is it mentally and physically possible for you to climb Mount Everest in this lifetime? If it is, that's great for you, but the majority of us will not be doing that. I developed this little system. It's very similar to the SMART acronym with regards to setting goals, but this is ARS, so it's kind of a shorter version of that. And these three things are ways that you can break down your goals from bigger to smaller ones. And what we want to avoid when we do achieve our goals is a rival fallacy. And that is basically feelings of worthlessness, sadness, or letdown after we have achieved a goal. So very similar to what I was talking about with regards to happiness in an earlier podcast, talking about the fact that when you achieve something or when you receive something, your happiness or your satisfaction levels are actually either at a neutral state or they are lowered than you thought that they would be. So especially with a goal, we want to really be specific 
about what we're achieving and even think about how we want to feel when we achieve that goal. So as you can see, sometimes setting a big goal, like for example, I'm going to run a half marathon, that might be a little bit too vague because you also want to identify the feeling that you want to have or the thoughts that you want to have when you do achieve this goal. How do you want to feel as you're training for the marathon? I want to feel good. I want to feel healthy. What does the doing the marathon look like for you in terms of accomplishment? Well, it means that I am on my way to a healthier lifestyle. It means that I was able to run for a certain length of time. Just having that surface level goal that can be kind of big and even accomplishing that goal, even if you're successful in accomplishing that goal, sometimes it doesn't feel like you think it will. So this is why we want to be specific with our goals. We don't want it to be too vague. We want to make sure that it's realistic, attainable, not saying that you can't reach for the stars, but ensuring that you are looking at all angles of achieving a goal rather than just saying, I'm going to do this, putting it down on paper, and then never really doing the work to get there or to get to that feeling that, that you're trying to get at. Because again, we all just want to be happy. So let's look at the thoughts that are around that goal and ensuring that we will feel happy when we achieve it. So I'm just going to go through the formula really quick and then I'm going to give you an example that's actually in the ebook with regards to a list that of goals that are kind of vague and broad and not very specific and then how we can break those down because we always want to break down our goals and we always want to just create smaller ones so we can work towards something because life is very long and while you may think that when you achieve this goal like for example if you lose 50 pounds and you achieve that goal then that's the be all and end all nope your life is going to continue going on and you're going to be continuing to make new goals so what we can do is actually break down our goals into smaller little increments um, so we can constantly be changing and growing and improving on our lives doesn't mean you can't be happy with what you have because you totally can but as a person as a human being we usually um, seek out purpose and doing things and changing things and growing is what gives us purpose so that is why we set goals that is the best way that I can describe the reason why we set goals is to just continuing to improve on ourselves as people. So the formula, ARS, let's break it down. Attainable, realistic, and specific. So you want to ensure that you are being specific with your goal. Sometimes when we're not specific, we have a hard time knowing what to do. Same with realistic and attainable. Is this something that you can attain? Um, in terms of monetary value, in terms of just your life right now, in terms of your work schedule with the family you have, the friends you have, is it attainable? Is it something that you can do? What are your physical, emotional, and mental limits? Same with realistic. Is it realistic to set this goal? Is there something that's in the way? Is it something that you can get out of the way? Or is it something that is pretty legit and will stop you from being able to achieve this goal. Um, realistic also applies to the fact like you can't lose 50 pounds in a month. It's just impossible. And if, if you do, I mean, I guess it's not impossible. I mean, I watched my 600 pound life, so I guess that's not impossible. Let's say like a week. It's unrealistic to lose 50 pounds in a week. What is realistic with regards to losing 50 pounds? I don't know. 
I really don't. I'm not a doctor. But anyways, you get my point. Is it realistic to lose 50 pounds in a week? No. So you have to look at your timeline. So when I think about realistic, a lot of the time I'm thinking about timeline, how long we have to achieve our goals, what things are standing in the way, and same with attainable. And then specific, be specific about what your goals are. And now we're going to look at a list. So this list is actually from the ebook. It's a little example with regards to the activity. Goals, find a new job, one lose 50 pounds, that's where I got it from, two, and learn how to knit a blanket. So these are three goals that while you look at them, um, it could be something that you put down on a New Year's resolution list and think, yes, I'm going to achieve these things this year. But these goals are broad, they're vague, they have no real timeline, and provide no starting point. I'm not saying that you need to have a paragraph for every goal that you set, But while these goals may look nice written on a fancy notepad on the 1st of January, these are not motivating you to do the work on a consistent basis. These are end goals, which yes, goals are end goals, but these are goals that you can foresee at the end, but they kind of leave up to interpretation the work behind them. So we're going to break down the bigger goal list of find new job, lose 50 pounds, and learn how to knit a blanket into a timeline goal list. So we have goals for this month. So instead of just goals, we're saying goals for this month. On your way to finding a new job, let's set a goal for job shadow in a different department. Once again, breaking that down, it's very specific, saying we're going to job shadow in a different department, not a ton left up to interpretation. But once again, we're not writing a paragraph, but we're trying to be as specific as possible because then we're going to go to the next step. Lose 50 pounds. Instead of lose 50 pounds, goals for this month are run on the treadmill for 30 minutes, three days a week. Okay, once again, very specific. We're not saying lose 50 pounds. We are working towards maintaining a healthier lifestyle. So run on the treadmill. That will help accomplish your goal of losing 50 pounds because you'll be exercising. So once again, being very specific with a timeline, realistic and attainable. And then we have have learn how to knit a blanket which is the broader goal with regards to just goals no timeline and goals for this month are watch a youtube tutorial on starting a stitch so once again very specific you probably don't even need a month for this but again it's all about the timeline you're going to specifically watch a youtube tutorial video on starting a stitch because you're going to have to learn how to start a stitch i don't even know if that's right like do you need to start a stitch for a blanket but anyways you're going to start a stitch and you're going to learn how to make that blanket through these steps So while a perfectionist mind may not like these refinements due to the fact that the goals in their entirety are not encompassed on this list, you're breaking down your bigger goals into smaller achievable steps and it will keep your process of goal setting and goal achieving consistently in motion. So these steps are attainable and realistic and will turn your goals into habits that you create by sticking with these steps. So you can constantly be making your goal list. You don't have to write it down on a piece of paper and pin it up to your board and look at it and shame yourself because you're not working towards it. You can make a new goal list every single week. And this is actually one of the activities. So make sure you grab the ebook at northernresolutions.com forward slash ebook where you can complete this activity because there's a bit more on the goal setting part and the activity really helps you hone in on the goals that you want to achieve. 
And that wraps it up for the Hustle and Bloom ebook. I really liked doing these podcasts. I had such a fun time creating the ebook because I really saw a kind of need for women, especially who are working full time, who usually don't have the time for themselves, or even women that work from home, women that work shift work, everybody that could use a little bit of a refresh on their mind, body, and energy, and to accomplish their goals as well because we all want to be able to accomplish our goals but life can be busy and our routines get busy and people can be very demanding of our time so I hope that this was a way that you could hit refresh on your week and now you're going into the weekend with new goals and better intentions and hopefully you were drinking your water and completing the decision deficit which you kind of reduce some of the decisions that you were making all small consistent habits that you can add to your life that help improve your cognitive functioning by leaving more room for important things and make you a little bit more efficient and productive in the process so you can enjoy your weekend stress-free and subsequently enjoy your life So thank you so much for listening to these mini podcasts. We'll go back to your regular scheduled programming next week with regards to the growth sequence. And have a great weekend, everybody. Happy Friday. Thanks for listening to the growth sequence with me, Jillian Perrick. In this week's podcast description, you can access my social media links as well as my website and contact information. Send me an email and reference the Growth Sequence podcast in which you can receive a free discovery call if you're interested in one-on-one coaching. Make sure to subscribe here on Apple Podcasts or my SoundCloud page and don't forget to rate and review. Thank you and keep coming back for more insightful episodes about life, love, and work.